good. All good. I'll cuddle up here. All right. All right. Again, so thank you again for joining um, and just taking the opportunity out of your day to take the interview. We're so excited. Um, So just getting started, uh, Godly Podcast pretty much is based out of um, a really low moment in my life where um, I was experiencing something that I said, you know, God, I need you to really help me be me again. And so through that, I found my voice. And so I podcast and I didn't know what I was doing a year ago. But right now, of course, um, crazy. Last month in March, it went international with the season that I did 30 days consistency of just talking about how we have to really get to the point where we just get tired of not growing. And, you know, and every day I got up, did 20 minutes and I'm like, we've got to do something. Even if you just tell yourself, I got this, keep saying it throughout the day, not just 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes. Every time you get a minute, just say it, just give yourself some time, give yourself some devotion. And so I said, okay, I'm going to move and start collaborating. And so that's where this event came up, which is May Overflow. I said, God, how many women have taken an overwhelming moment and became over like just their character was defeated and everything in them was like, I can't do this. But they did. And now they're overflowing out of that existence where they first felt overwhelmed. That's pretty much what you're part of. Yeah, like that's that's why I was like, you know what? I keep following her. I'm going to ask. I'm just going to take this risk. What's the chances? And boom. That's it. <laughs> just going to ask, right? Right. That's what I love about women is when, when they stand up on their own two feet and just ask the question because you never know the answer until you ask. Exactly. So, you did it. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so just take um, a minute again. And of course, like I said, I can't, I don't want to mispronounce your last name. So I know your first name is Anna, right? Or is it Anna? No. Okay. Just Anna. <laughs> <laughs> My last name is Taraki. Taraki. Okay, beautiful. Beautiful. And you're located out in Sydney, Sydney, Australia. Yes, Australia. Okay, so we're out in Texas. That's where we're at, in the big old, biggest state. I've been to Texas. I like Texas. Yeah, yes. Everything's bigger over there. I love it. Yes, yes. So I want to ask you, how did your coaching career really begin? Like, what was the core of what made you become a coach? Um, I think it was really came down to that. I loved helping women. So I have been in the space for about five, six years now, and I started out as a digital marketer. And so I did that for some hotels around Australia, and um, I got good at it, right? So I built a, a sustainable digital marketing business, and I thought the thing with, with doing digital marketing and things like that, it's, it's a done-for-you service, right? So you don't have much connection with people. Um, you're really sitting behind a screen, and you're just doing whatever they've asked you to do and, and helping them generate money. And so... I did that for a while, but I got kind of sick of it. Um, You know, I really wanted to, I knew that I've always wanted to help women in some sort of way. And I thought, well, why not help them build sustainable businesses like I have? Why not help them kind of, even if they've got kids, doesn't matter their background, if they're high school dropouts, anything like that. Um, You know, I really just wanted to help other women do the same thing that I've been able to do. So that's kind of where the coaching uh, came from. So really, I, I built it first, and then now I teach others how to to do that so that's where it came from and I just have a passion to really um, develop and impact as many women as I can 
Yes, definitely. That is beautiful. So basically, like you said, humble beginnings and then saying, hey, why not reach out? Why not share what I do so other women can have the opportunity as well? Uh, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> what um, I would say just just for a moment, would you be able to just share like a really good transparent moment in your life that really you felt as if it was overwhelming and somehow some way the message got to you that you couldn't give up there i think it would have to be the, the first place my brain goes back to would be um being a teen mom so you know the moment that i told people you know obviously i was 18 um you know pregnant i got a lot of scares i got a lot of oh you know you've, you've ruined a life um, that's it, it's over for you, that sort of uh, thing. Um, and I got that from friends, family, uh, strangers, you know, I got a lot of that. And so I think in that time of being pregnant, I, I really had to watch out for my own thoughts because I did go down a downward spiral. I did kind of think, oh, shit, is this it? Am I, am I going to be in a nine-to-five job forever? Am I going to struggle for the rest of my life? You know, being a teen mum, have I, have I ruined my life and my chances of of doing, you know, what it is that I wanted to do. However, I never knew what I wanted to do, um, especially at 18. I had no freaking clue. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a really there, – there, there was a high and a low moment during that. You know, I was, I was thankful that I was pregnant and I was growing life inside me. That's a beautiful thing. And I also was very, very um, scared and thought, oh, shit, it, you know, is this it? Is it over for me? And so, you know, I had went on to have my firstborn son. He's now 14, turning 15. Wow. Um, and I promised, you know, when, when he, when I, when I gave birth to him, I made a little promise just to myself, and no one actually knows about this, that I would make my dreams come true. And that would include my, my children along the way. So I think that's a really, um, really humble moment from for me because I made this promise to myself and I said, you know what, I'm going to make it no matter what other people's opinions were of the situation um, and I wasn't going to let any, anything hold me back from doing what it is that I want to do and I, I've made it work. I have five kids now so, you know, there, there's I don't, <laughs> yeah, I have five children, I have an eight-week-old so nothing holds me back. Wow. Um... You know, they. I think it comes down to the point. Like every is why you can't is the same reason as why you can. So a lot of I know a lot of women struggle when they have kids and they they say, you know, they don't have enough time. They have kids and all that. And I get that. I totally understand five kids. I understand that. However, it's the same reason as why they, they can do it. Right? It's their, it's their why because it's my biggest why um, to show my kids. You know that anything's possible, especially my daughters, right? that they can go and do anything in the world. Yes, that is so important to be the example, right? To lead from um, a place of saying that I could have chose I can't, but I didn't. So now, like you That's said, right. every excuse you can't is the same reason you can. That is really yeah. powerful. Yeah, that I it like is, that. I is. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you, if you think about all the reasons you've told yourself, you, you know, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, are exactly the same reasons why you should and you can't. Um, you know, they are your strongest wise. And so I, instead of using my kids as the reason I couldn't, I use them as a reason as I, as I can and I will. Um, and they've watched me grow and they've watched me, they've watched the challenges and they've watched the wins that I've had in business. Um, my daughter was asked recently in uh, year six, which is primary school over here, um, you know, what she wants to be when she grows up. And her answer was, I want to be a businesswoman like my mom. And that, 
you know, that that's the why right there. So um, everything I've done was worth it just to just to hear that one sentence from my daughter. Yes, yes. When our children are ready to become a replica, but their version in their own way. Their own version. It. Off they go. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's what I want to, you know, really have inside of them. They the passion to go do whatever it is they want. Doesn't matter what they want to do, just to go do it. Right. Wow. Wow. I would say, I mean, even from just this snippet of life, we know that you have had obstacles that have been there and that have been overwhelming. Five kids and you have been in business already. You have started from, you know, like you said, just marketing and then going into ownership and sharing that opportunity with other people. So then you have people, you have kids, you have family, you have the personal just life where you just need to be so <laughs> so many things I've got, I've got a lot of failures under my belt I've got you know a lot of stuff yeah um, definitely um what what would you share with someone who is just starting out um kind of with the same similar background a younger mom someone that would be listening to a godly podcast that would need to hear how do I relate to hurt or how do I relate in this situation where I'm overwhelmed currently right now and I need to feel like I can overflow in this moment yeah well I think when when we talk about overwhelm it really goes back to not having kind of clear um, goals in life Um, I think we feel overwhelmed when we don't know exactly the direction that we want to head into so you know for anyone listening um, that's feeling overwhelmed I would suggest or, you know, just to, to kind of brain dump it all out, figure out what it is that you truly want, what is the bigger goal, and then reverse that back into daily actionable steps that you can do um, to move forward. Uh, you know, as I teach my clients and, and, you know, my kids, it's always about progress, not perfection, right? So every day, as long as we're moving forward in some way, um, you know, that's, that's all we can ask for. So, yeah, if you're feeling overwhelmed, really do that brain dump, get clarity about what it is that you want to do and then just take daily steps to get you there. That's, that's it. It's, don't overcomplicate. If anyone knows my coaching style, I'm extremely direct. I'm a very black and white person, um, you know, and that, that stems down to my personality and what it is, um, you know, obviously my internal kind of senses and stuff. So, you know, for me, it's all about that directness. It's all about that non-wasting time don't complicate things it is what it is that's it that's how I coach and so the same thing with giving advice you know just do the brain dump figure out what it is that you want and take daily steps to get there Uh, there's going to be challenges there's going to be so many roadblocks like unbelievable they're all just going to come into your road right now and it's really just a test to see how bad you want it Mm -hmm. as everything that we're brought up and faced against uh, you need to ask yourself how bad you want it. I didn't get to where I am right now without sacrifice. I did sacrifice. I had gone through the ups and downs of business. Um, I still do, right? So so we kind of call it in the coaching world, or I call it, there's a devil in every level. So every level we go up, there's always some other challenge. It doesn't matter where you are, whether you're a multimillionaire or just starting out, it does not matter. Always challenges, always. They're just different types of challenges. That's all. That's the only difference. Right. And I know that um, for for uh, us in the podcast, we're just getting started. I'm just getting started with my coaching career and everything. So I've been thinking about what title to use and how to do it. So I've been taking some time back and sitting back and just listening. And I'm like, okay, I really think um, 
that all those low moments is what really highlights a person when somebody can coach you through the moment when you feel like you are about to give up is when your character really shines because that's not what you result to but that's what you settle for and you shouldn't settle you can do anything like you said i want my children to know they can the sky isn't this there's no box you know how they, oh, in the, there's no box and so it is your box yeah <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we can do whatever it is that we put our mind to, as long as we want it bad enough. I think it really comes down to how bad you want it. Right, right, and that's where you yeah, said. And, and what are you willing to? What are you willing to give up to go up? That's mm. the, that's the question everyone needs to ask. What are you willing to give up to go up? And for myself, over the last, you know, I don't know how long now, I I have been willing to give up the things, the immediate uh, sort of, you know, things that I've wanted in order to. To keep the end goal in mind. Right, to keep the end goal in mind. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I miss birthday parties, sometimes I miss family, you know, lunches, and sometimes I, I don't go on holidays with the, the girls um, because it's a sacrifice, you know. That, that's the part where it's hard, but I know what I'm doing is for a greater good. So. Right, a greater good. Yeah, definitely. Wow, wow. I am just still... In all, I mean, you said some phenomenal things from the test comes to see how bad you want it. That right there is like, then you have to go through it. You can't just quit now. You have to keep going through this to get through it, to tell about it so that somebody else can be right there. And you look at them and tell them, I've been here. That's it. And so 100% you've got to go through it, right? The only way that we fail at anything is is, is the moment that we we quit. So. You know, as long as you keep pushing through and, and doing what you've got to do and going through the challenges, um, you're not a failure. You just mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a firm believer that failure can only be an option if you don't learn from whatever it happened. If you can learn anything, yeah. even just your attitude or, you know, how did you come into that environment? What happened? What made you feel like you failed or what happened to cause the failure that you kind of exist, you know, in that second? Because it's just a second of your life. We can That's draw it. it out and make it be seven years, but if it's it was just <laughs> one moment that you it's felt, just one moment. And so, yeah, I am here to capitalize to really bring an impact. And so, I'm honored again to just meet you over Zoom to have the <laughs> recording. Like we're in two different places in this world, but my God, we are still covering a conversation. And <laughs> conversations are going to happen. I yes, love it. yes. So <laughs> I am. Um, I just want to have, you know, just, well, just a quick um, question from me to you. I would say, um, what was the hardest thing that you had to let go, but it caused you the most release? Toxic people. Ooh, toxic people. And that can be family because um, if I go back a couple of years ago, um, I have three brothers um, and I only now currently speak to two because one of them was an extremely toxic relationship. So the moment I, I let that go and uh, moved forward um, was the biggest moment of relief for myself. Mm. Right. So sometimes it's, I mean, we, we look for support and probably to anyone listening, we look for support from the closest people around us at the moment, and that could be family and friends. However, um, just to keep in mind that it's not always, always going to happen that way. And, and sometimes the toxic people that you have to remove from your life can be friends and, and maybe family members. 
and maybe things like that, and and that's okay. And it, it, it is what it is. And then uh, you know, one day maybe you know we'll meet up again, and, and everything will be right. But at that time in my life, it was just not not good for my spouse, not good for my children. Um, and it's just, it just, I had to come to a point where I needed to put myself first, even though the blood and, and all that sort of stuff, you know, we're brought up to know that family is, you know, blood and all that sort of thing, which is cool. However, when it's starting to take an effect and a toll on your own self and your own life and love and, and all that, it, 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 you know, a point where sometimes you have to just let it go. Yeah, definitely. Some powerful, powerful, toxic people, you have to let them go. Uh, no matter what family friends right the company you keep if it is causing you destruction or like a distraction because I'm a firm believer that knowing distractions really don't come to distract you they come to like almost derail you from the purpose that you've called to really be and so when you get so combobulated and trying to figure out how do I still hold this connection I forget what I'm doing in the first place and now I'm just stuck on you <laughs> to yeah, be honest 100%. yeah I'm, i get stuck that, on so you right. and so i still need that support i still want the interaction and, and it's discipline i think it's discipline and like you said um the sacrifice and being committed to yourself you got to be committed yeah. to say hey look i love the fact of this connection but i want a genuine real one that's going to hold me accountable and then vice versa not the one where i'm giving and giving and now i'm dry yeah. and i'm still giving that's it no we don't want them do not want them ones no that's drain your energy and they'll wipe you out those ones yes yes okay well i believe that we are going to go ahead and conclude the interview i have been i mean this has just been a blessing in itself i'm so honored to be able to speak to you all the way from texas to australia um i would say the biggest thing to take away as a listener today is Anna shared with us that in a moment of overwhelmment, right, where she was young, she had a child, people's opinions clouded the decisions that could have been made, but she did not allow that. She allowed that overwhelming moment to fuel her into overflow, to become the business owner she is right now, to be a mother of five children, and then to sit here and tell you, don't be afraid to let go of toxic people. Even if they're family or friends, that's necessary. If you haven't gotten anything out of this episode, I don't know what to tell you because this is, <laughs> that was just a lot right there. <laughs> you used to be able to go and take running, whatever plans you have to be inspired to just say, okay, let me try again. That's it. Keep going. Don't give up. Yes, yes. All right. Well, again, we appreciate you for joining us on Just Getting Started, a godly podcast. And we will catch you all on the next episode of May Overflow. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you.